Get ready. Yeah. Y'all ready for some live shit? Welcome. Welcome to the D, baby. It's all live down here. What you see is all real. Uh, what up, though? What up, though? Welcome back, episode 296 of the What Up Podcast. Greetings. Salutations. <laughs> um, how was your how was your Christmas, man? Uh busy, like normal. Um I went over to Canada on Christmas Eve and I went to my mother-in-law's house and I was there for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And then I went to my father-in-law's house uh, the day after Christmas, and I was over there um, all day that day. And then I came back on the 27th, the morning of the 27th, Monday. And yeah, lots of lots of gifts exchanged, lots of drinks drank. Uh, yeah, it's a good time. Sounds Pretty like, simple. Sounds like my kind of Christmas. Yeah, ours was pretty simple. Uh Oh, well, it's funny you, you talk about drinks, drinks, drink. Or uh, <laughs> Dan, it came back Christmas Eve, and we were just sitting around drinking. And man, I was—I don't even think I drank on Christmas because I was fucked up from Christmas Eve drinking and shit. Yeah. I had a uh, crack one of these eighteen percent beers I had. Then we started trying these fucking bourbon creams and shit. And then <laughs> yeah, it went downhill. Then Tony had stopped by after that, and. I kept going. Yeah, Christmas was uh. He stopped by after Dan left. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So and then we kept drinking, and shit. And yeah. So Christmas was rough, but uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But Christmas cool, man. Um, it was low key. You know, we really didn't do much. Uh, just changed a couple of gifts. I had uh, <clears throat> I finally. So I was. So it's. I don't know how you, how you and the wife do Christmas as far as y'all do gifts to y'all make each other's list or however. So, and I think that's kind of what we do. She, she mentioned shit she may want. I mentioned shit I may want. I don't really have wants. I feel fortunate enough to not really want anything or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but she had, she did get me a gift card for uh, Shinola so I could replace a watch band I had. So, okay. So Tuesday, um, I went down to the midtown store to uh replace my watch band and that's the first time i've been to any of the shinola stores um i thought it was just a downtown store but i apparently the midtown one was first i think yeah that's then, the og location yeah yeah then it's the, the downtown and then of course the uh great lakes one which i knew about because i think that's where my wife got my watch initially from the great lakes location um anyway uh first time i walk in and the guy's like Hey, would you like to see a couch? I was like, no, I want to see watch. I'm, I'm sorry, a what? A couch. So there's a whole <laughs> ass, there's a whole ass Shinola furniture store. Okay. And I was like, no, I, I want to see watches, but uh yeah, uh, maybe I'll come back for a couch. <laughs> He's like, like, no, oh. nigga, I don't want a ten thousand dollar uh recliner. <laughs> right, right. He's like, oh, well, that's two doors down. So I had to leave out and go down two doors and shit. So I was like, oh, that's it's like a I think it's a store between or whatever the case, but whatever this, whatever case it was, they were selling couches and furniture. I didn't know Shinoda sold that shit. I thought they had like, like, you know, uh, expensive notepads and wallets and shit, like, yeah. which they do, which but they I do. didn't think yeah. they have couches and shit. Me neither. So, 
That's how I've been confused as fuck. Like, do I want a couch? Did I come in the side? No, right. Way. I like, thought like this ain't I, art van, nigga. And, and when I walked in, it was a lot of furniture. But I'm thinking it's just the aesthetics of people sitting around. They have a oh, lounge right, atmosphere right. and shit. Right. You know, I, I didn't think they were selling them shits. So anyway, I walk over and I uh, to the actual watch place, and it was really dope, man. They they have a lot of bikes everywhere for some odd reason. Uh, uh, they have a lot of setup of furniture, like you know, not furniture, I guess, but like seating setups and shit like that. They have an area in the back where you can watch watch pun. You can <laughs> see people working on watches and shit, you know. Hmm. So yeah, so I was just there ready to get my get a new band, and then I was like, well, shit, let me get a. I'm like, can y'all change my watch band? Since I mean, I'm a watch band, my watch battery. Can they change the band there? There was no no issue. It was like, yeah, that'd be 10 to 14 days. I'm like, what? What? I was like, nah, I take my watch with me. I just do it at home. Nigga, I can see a nigga in the back working on watches. That, that, was, the that was the problem. Bro, it wasn't like it was. I, I mean, I don't know what they had as far as repairs or some shit, but it's it's five screws. Now it's four screws on the back, and it's a once and, and not they have a screw that goes over the little tab that holds the battery. Mm-hmm. And so, and I just found that out because I bought me a small set so I could just, you know, because I have a set somewhere. I couldn't find it. So I was out about today. Bought me a small screwdriver set. I take off the four uh, flat flat screws uh, on the top. I mean, on the back. And then I open it up. And then there's another set of fucking screws uh, that's small. Like, I don't even know what size. It's like smallest. It's smaller than the smallest screwdriver I have. And I'm like, where do I get a flathead this fucking small? <laughs> I mean, it was, so I'm like, I got it. Now I either got to order another fucking set of screwdrivers, but I don't even know how to even say, do, how do I get a super small fucking, yeah, it's stupid. But I didn't want to wait 10 fucking days to get a fucking battery put in. That's ridiculous. Like, this is dumb. Like, yeah. if you were asked, if you would be like, hey, my watch is broken, can you fix it? And they were like 10 to 14 days. I'd be like, all right. But like, change the battery? Like, what? Because you, you know whatever screws, whatever screwdriver opened that watch up, they got it. They got, I know, it, yeah, they definitely got it. And then I was looking to see if they sold any kits there, but that would be too much. Like, right, like buying right. the shit that keeps you keeps them from keeping your shit for ten days. Right. So I'm just like, oh fuck it. Now I got to find another fucking screwdriver. So, but yeah, I mean, it's the smallest fucking flathead I've ever seen, and I have no idea how in the fuck I'm going to. Uh, find that like i just i don't even know what size to even like yeah anyways <laughs> dope store though um cool shit except for that and then they tried to play me and i, and I well it was, i shouldn't say play me i'm being um i'm being overly dramatic but i had a hundred dollar gift card and so my watch band was like 95 dollars with with taxes it came to like 100 170 cent or something i'm just giving you this for the whole mm-hmm. the backup of the story so I I didn't there was no sticker and then it told me how much my gift card was. I, I could have swear my wife said it's a hundred dollars. So I'm at the register and the white and the lady was like, Yeah, so the gift card is fifty dollars and you owe fifty dollars. I'm like, oh, okay. And I'm thinking like I thought she told me the hundred, but maybe she said fifty. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, whatever. I'm like, cool, I'll pay the fifty. Fifty dollars and seventy cent. I leave out. I get downtown, so I'm a little ways from Midtown. I message so messing my wife like, "Hey, what was that gift card again?" Because they said it was fifty. It's like, no, it was a hundred. I'm like, God damn it! So now I got to figure out what the fuck. So I call them back. They're like, "Oh, it was the issue with the gift card? It still shows forty nine dollars left on here." I'm like, "So what the fuck am I supposed to do now?" And shit. 
So long story short, she refunded uh the 50 70 50 dollars and 70 cent that she, i paid and then she's going to use the gift card but now i'm 70 cents short so i'm mm-hmm. like are you just going to charge me 70 cent again or do i got to come back up there like what are we doing she's like no i think we could just waive it and i'm like okay cool <laughs> i'm like i'm not coming back up there for 70 cent but you will give me my 50 dollars back you know uh, right yeah like <laughs> <laughs> what's going to be a bigger problem you eating 70 cents or me right. eating 50 dollars because i'm right because i'm gonna have I'm, a whole ass fit if right. i eat the 50 dollars so. matter of fact i was about to call mxd and like cancel that they fucked me over. They tried to steal my money, make it all dramatic mm-hmm. and shit. And, yeah. Nah. <clears throat> so, yeah, that was cool. But uh, and then after I found out when I was just talking to you about that whole ass uh, parking app that they really fucked up. Like, it's just stupid. Like, I get down there and I'm that, and the first time I tried to use the app, it was at uh, Shinola and I couldn't fuck. They said the app wasn't working. And then I'm like, OK, well, let me go to the meter then. So I go to the fucking meter. And then uh, luckily, I guess Detroit does free parking between Christmas and the New Year, so oh, okay. I thought it was attributed to that that the app wouldn't work because it was just free, right? And I'm like, okay. So then when I was talking to somebody later at night, they like, like, yeah, the app's all fucked up. And I'm like, oh shit, somebody. I felt like you know I was on a team of people now and shit. Like we all <laughs> like you know team uh, parking app fucked. <laughs> but he's like, yeah, it's a new app. He has a but he has an Apple Apple phone, and I'm like, well, it ain't working for Android, which I've seen that in the past new apps come out and they don't necessarily be ready for both uh both systems yet or whatever mm-hmm. uh operating system so but yeah it's stupid they wouldn't even let you i don't understand how it just wasn't an update like it's a whole new fucking app right yes yeah, dumbass shit dog we so remedial out here <laughs> with our fucking app <laughs> man and, I, and they say the new apps would be better but i'm just like why wouldn't you just update the app why why are you redoing a whole new app it just is Anyway, need to say Christmas is cool. Uh, been off since but last Friday. Um, don't go back to work till Tuesday. So um, yeah, it's been a it's been a good ass time. I'm I'm so not looking forward to going in a fucking office, dog. Come come upcoming Tuesday. Like, I like I've been gone for so long. I mean, I I don't. I guess this probably won't apply to you, but I don't think it's off the table that they could make people work from home again. From what based on what they've been saying about what January could potentially look like, well, people who well they as in you talking about the general public and my job because my job is a total different fucking asshole. Well, like, that's why I said that's why I said it probably wouldn't apply to you, but I was saying like I feel like Michigan in general might start like businesses are probably well some already have uh, told people to they, to start working from home again. And I'm like maybe you know places might start going like okay we want our people to work from home say for all of January or something like that. But um, that's what I'm saying. Like that probably wouldn't apply to you because your job be on that whole shit. Oh, you know what they did though, and I think I've mentioned it to you before. Uh, oh, they made masks mandatory even for vaccinated people. Now, at first, if you was vaccinated, um, you can be without a mask. But because of the spike in uh, Omicron and just COVID cases in general, they've uh, changed the mask uh, mandate at work. So come Tuesday when I do go back to work. Everybody got masks on, whether you're vaccinated or not. So instead well, of just work from fucking home to be safer, no, this wear right. masks. Hey, hey, hey. Capitalism been on some shit during COVID, dog. Like motherfuckers will do anything. Like they'll just I let mean, they'll just let anything fly. <laughs> I mean, but now they've you know, and I, I know you want to, I know that was one of the topics I think was you know how the CDC has changed shit. 
um, from this what? Ten, well, they changed. I, I, I don't want to say the, uh, the the ten days, but they changed from the previous ruling of what uh, quarantining was. Is that correct? Is that a mm-hmm. correct assessment? <laughs> yeah, uh, for the most part, yeah. Did you want to get into that now? Uh, fuck it. Why not? Okay. Yeah. Um. So the guideline changed from 10 days to five, but the additional caveat is that you have to be asymptomatic. And even after the five days, when you can return to, you know, going about your life, you're still supposed to continue wearing a mask for the extra five days that they took off. So you, so you can only have to quarantine for five. You still got to wear a mask for the additional five. And it's only if you asymptomatic. So that was the guideline change. And the only reason I know it on that level of detail is because, like I mentioned all the time, I listen to NPR every morning. But when I looked on fucking Twitter, all you see, and this isn't just like random motherfuckers tweeting it. This is like media outlets tweeting like CDC changes guidelines for quarantine from 10 days to five days. And it's like, okay, it's not that simple. It's not like just plain like that, like 10 to five and you good. Like, and people are getting pissed off about it, which uh, I'll, I'll speak on that part of it a little bit more later. But like people are getting pissed off, but they're pissed off for the wrong reasons. And like I, I the going from 10 days to five days or whatever, any kind of relaxing of uh, safety guidelines is stupid as fuck right now, in my opinion. But uh, I'm not I don't work for the CDC. But still, I think that's I think that's kind of like common sense right now when like COVID is real bad. It's getting worse. We we today, Michigan, I got a a WXYZ notification saying that we had the biggest two day total we've had since the start of the pandemic. Like so (laughs) like this is not the time where you like start rolling back more shit. But aside from that, people are getting mad for the wrong reasons. And I, I think it's incredibly irresponsible of media outlets to not give the full information because like you already got people out here who even with all the information about certain things just don't want to believe it like they think that everything is a a conspiracy or you know they don't they they, or they just don't want to listen period and you give those people more fuel when you put out when you uh publicize guideline changes but incorrectly so now now those same people are you know like ah see see they don't really give a fuck see this is all a scam ah, ha, 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 when that's not even they're responding to something that's not even really the case and then you got also the fact that apparently i think so this change happened i want to say maybe like two days ago but at some time some point last week the ceo of delta and another airline that i'm forgetting uh sent a letter to the CDC basically asking them to do exactly what they did. And the CDC, I heard some some lady from the CDC was talking about why they made this change. And for the most, by and large, she basically said that, like, if if too many, like, too many people are going to get sick, and if we keep people out for 10 days, then businesses won't be able to, essential businesses won't be able to function. And I'm like, I'm like, that's not going to help all of these people who are out here feeling like they can't trust the CDC. Cause now I feel like I can't trust CDC. Cause I'm like, we've been sitting here this whole time looking at the CDC as like gospel for how to handle this pandemic. 
but they out here making changes based upon uh shit that has nothing to do with our safety like making changes based upon like even if it even if it wasn't as a direct result of delta still the idea of like uh businesses won't be able to function if we keep it at 10 days that's not the kind of logic i want to hear from the place that's supposed to be telling me about how do how do we kill this virus not how do we keep niggas making money like that's not what the fuck i want to hear so this shit is just all fucking bad because i'm like the the change itself i don't agree with i don't agree with the media reporting it wrong which is getting people gassed up for the wrong reasons but then i, I think I, I also don't agree with the cdc's reasoning for doing it so i'm like this is just all fucking bad to me man and that's why i tweeted yesterday like you know what i th- I, I just give up like there's no point in fighting any kind of good fight like you have a group of people who are just who are just gonna i don't want to wear masks i don't want to do this i don't want to do that the cdc is full of shit all these other people are full of shit uh all this is a scam a conspiracy you know those people are not going to change their minds no matter what and i'm just like you know what i'm not not even like fuck it i don't even care anymore like this whole thing is a fucking joke to me at this point so i'm just gonna do what i gotta do to take care of myself and the people who i encounter whether that be, like I said, not just like family, but like, you know, by wearing a mask whenever I go out somewhere, because I'm just going, I'm going back to masking up. So I'm just like, you know, whatever, dog. I'm just going to go back to how it was when the shit started because nothing out here, everything, everything is full of shit now. Like to me, like I can't even trust the CDC at this point. If you're making guideline changes on, on, uh, based upon, you know, how, <laughs> making sure that business continue to make money. Like that, that's not how we save lives. Like that's how we keep the rich rich. And I'm not, I'm not, I don't even want to hear that fucking bullshit. So it, it's like, it really is like we've been in this for almost two years and people are basically, people are basically like, yeah, fuck it. Like we're, we're just tired of pandemic shit anymore shit now. So we're just going to do whatever the fuck we feel like. So I don't want to hear any kind of like fake ass sincerity from the CDC or Fauci or anybody like that. Like, I don't want to hear none of that shit no more. Like none of y'all niggas give a fuck. Like the politicians only want to do, what's going to make their voters continue to vote for them and what's going to make the corporations continue to give them money. The CDC is apparently going to do the exact same goddamn thing. And then we got fuck damn near half the population who too goddamn stupid to do anything. Right. I'm like, who who am I fighting against? Like at this point, like, like I'm I'm a convinced politicians, the government, and ha- half the population to do the right thing. Like, no, I'm, I'm like, fuck it. Uh, I'm so over this shit. So I'm just going to worry about myself and, and the people who I come in direct contact with, whether that's strangers at the grocery store or family or whatever. So I'm still going to do the right thing, but I'm not about to be out here trying to like share facts and shit like that, or convince people to do anything. Cause like niggas ain't going to listen. Uh, like if you, if you ain't been, if you ain't listen. If you ain't listening over to this first two years, what the fuck difference it going to make? What am I telling you in February? It's going to be any different. That's going to convince you that you didn't hear last fucking February. So yeah, man, th- this COVID shit dog, and the way people have responded to it. That's why I'm going to lean into this, the stupidest country in the world thing. Cause we prove it every fucking day, dog. Like we have all the information in the fucking world and we are just, just stubbornly stupid. Like, no, like, like fighting, we, we, we fight intelligence here. We fight information like, Oh, here's all the information you need. Here's all, everything you could want to possibly know is right here on the internet. And niggas just be like, nope, I saw I saw on YouTube that blah, 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 from motherfucking dumbfuck69 on YouTube that this is all a conspiracy. So I'm not going to believe, I'm not even going to bother reading none of that shit. Like, okay, this country is too fucking dumb. So 
I'm gonna just watch everybody else get sick and die. That's the dumbest, <laughs> dumbest, dumbest, greediest fucking country ever. It really is. Uh, like I saw somebody tweet uh, yesterday that all the like if we if we got hit in 2021 with the diseases that we've already eradicated due to vaccines, like those those diseases would take us out. And they absolutely would. Yeah, niggas about here dying of chicken pox because they realized they didn't get a fucking shot and shit years ago for shit like that or whatever the fuck. You know what I'm saying? Chicken pox is a bad example. Measles, uh, smallpox, whatever the fuck. You polio. Know polio. <laughs> polio. If polio came back, polio would take out this whole fucking country, fucking dog. Because niggas would be like... And, and it, the same niggas that, that... It's probably niggas alive now who took polio vaccines in the past that would not take it now. Like, well, I, I don't know. That might be a stretch. I don't know how long polio has been eradicated, but um, I mean, yeah, I, like, I it, mean, it, insert, this was no, not a thing until now. Like, no, we insert, are all stupid Insert now. whatever vaccine. It doesn't matter. It was polio, fucking uh, TB, uh, whatever the fuck. Insert whatever it is, and they wouldn't do it now. And no. they're going to, they were fucking, fucking die of leprosy or some shit. Like, yeah, you know what <laughs> fucking vaccine <laughs> game is dead, dog. Like, niggas is too dumb too fucking dumb for vaccines in this country so vaccines is dead uh so i'm gonna just like i said i'm gonna just spend the rest of my life watching dumb niggas get sick and die and not giving a fuck because like you have like you have all the opportunity in the world to not get this disease like i said we could have eradicated this shit like what a, what a what a thing i read that like if we had like locked everything down for like three weeks we could have been done with it <laughs> like like literally locked everything down like like uh new zealand did or something like that like we could have been done with this shit. And now it's two years and we still over here having the exact same amount of cases, the, breaking new records for COVID cases with a vaccine because motherfuckers in this country is that fucking dumb. Like, I, man, nah, duh, I don't give a, like I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't give a fuck. Unvaccinated nigga gets COVID and die. I don't care. Like, I don't care. And I've been already feeling that way. But not, now I really feel that way because I'm like you like like it's like motherfuckers saying like oh, i'm gonna leave it leave it in god's hands well if you believe in god and you're religious guess what god gave you the nigga that was smart enough to go to college to learn about vaccines to create vaccines to help your stupid motherfucking ass from getting sick and you just go sit there not take the vaccine and keep praying or whatever the fuck dumb shit you doing and then you get sick and die and now you now you under now you six feet underground wondering what you did wrong like <laughs> like no nah, nah. like eh, just let these niggas be dumb like I don't, I don't even have the patience for it no more. You know, stop yeah. dumb niggas from killing themselves. Like, no, go ahead, do us all a favor. And what's, and what's crazy? How you, you know, about the whole CDC change is that the the key part of that that seems to get lost in all of the posting so forth is that this change of isolation from five days to ten days to five days was for asymptomatic people, correct? Yeah, was, and they and the media outlets be leaving that shit out, dog. Like every fucking tweet I've seen, they don't mention that shit. But if you click on the tweet, you will see mad niggas replying to it like, why you ain't say they got to be asymptomatic? Why you ain't say they got to keep wearing the mask afterward? Like people, people, well, some people know about it. It's not an unknown thing. Like I'm not the only nigga that know about that shit. Oh, anybody that actually, anybody actually read, read more than just a tagline. And I guess, so I guess my, my, my point was that was that that's still, at least from my understanding, a smaller percentage of the people. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and, and even with that, those people only got tested because of contact tracing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Because they didn't have because what you going to get tested. You for. you have no symptoms. So you never you would you wouldn't have went to get tested unless it was contact tracing. And and then I still so have you been questioned when you went to get tested about how how long has it been since you've uh, been around this sad person? Did you have any symptoms? Because I've been and I've never been denied a test, but I've they've almost wanted to deny me a test. Because oh, I didn't what? have symptoms. Oh, because, because I didn't have symptoms. I guess I'm, I'm just I'm rolling this point is that there's a lot of people that probably won't get tested because they don't have symptoms. And especially now where testing is becoming so crazy that people can't get tests. Like a lot of places are running out lines are two, three hours and, and shit like that. So you got people who who are going for contact tracing don't have symptoms and they may say fuck it because the lines are too long. Man. So then you don't, so you don't even have them testing. So this this small percentage of this asymptomatic uh, change is really small, and it's getting even smaller because communities don't have access to testing. Like my sister was trying to find a test for like three days for my nephew, and she she ended up getting a test. And the only reason she got a test is because her homegirl works at a fucking. Uh, senior citizen home and she grabbed some tests from there to bring it over to my sister to test she's that was the only way she was able to figure it out get a test because she was calling places and they would say we'll call back between 6 6 a.m and 8 a.m she called back between 6 and 8 a.m they don't even answer the phone and then oh, after that time they say yeah uh we're backed up for four hours so she, oh, couldn't even, <laughs> so she couldn't even find a place to test and so you know i say all this to say i just i think even the asymptomatic crew is going to be lesser and lesser because of availability and testing it's not they just you know i remember when it early in covid i had no problem finding a test the last test i took i went to like four different spots what test for last yeah i went to like four different spots then the t- to find it the finally the place that i did test it, it took me like two hours I, I also wonder, too, if if people are going to be essentially on the honor system, because like, OK, so say you get a test. Right. And they say you positive. And uh, for whatever reason, you, you, you know, you, you say you're going to, you know, you positive, you on quarantine and but say you do have symptoms. But say after five days, you feel OK. Are they going to are even though the if the guide guidance says if you're asymptomatic, you can be done quarantine after five days, but most people don't even know that guidance anyway. Like, do you think that even if they know the guidance and they were symptomatic, that they're still going to self quarantine on, on scouts honor for 10 days. I don't think we live in that kind of country. I feel like if they're not symptomatic after five days, they're going to go back to work and be like, yeah, I was asymptomatic. So, and the CDC said, I can go back after five days. So here I am. You, the, mo- the, a big part of the community can't afford to do it. They can't take the time. People who mm-hmm. work a regular ass job where they get fucking hourly and they don't have vacation time. That's and they, two whole and then, last weeks. And then the, and then the, the government stopped, you know, it, early on in the process, the government paid like 40 or 80 days or something for people who were uh, out. At least I know my job, they were doing it. Um, and other places, they were paying, the government paying for people to sit to quarantine. Now they're not. So people have to go, people got to work. Yeah. I mean, and now you got to put your you got to put the health of others in danger because you've got to pay your fucking bills to keep your kids at your kids fed and your on your home and your rent paid. Yeah. And so while I I think it's it's fucked up that you I well I say this I think it's fucked up that 
a person in a lesser situation has to make that choice. I think yeah. that's real fucked up. Because yeah. at one point, since that's fucked up that you're doing this shit, but at the same time, niggas like, what the fuck I'm gonna do? Be homeless? So I gotta go to work. And I, I just would hate to have to be the person to have to make decisions like that. Because if I get sick, I'm staying home. Fuck that job. Right. And it's like, I just feel like, fuck, dude, I'm about to put, you want to put everybody else in danger? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like you said, some people just can't afford that. They can't afford it. I mean, I would run out of my time. I don't have a lot of time, but shit, if I had to, I'm like, either y'all gonna let me work from home, or I'm just gonna be off. And then at that point, I'm gonna look at y'all funny, and then I'm gonna fucking quit anyway. <laughs> like, fuck y'all. <laughs> like, I'll just get another job after I clear protocol. <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And, and But it's, it's capitalism at its finest. It's, it's, it's horrible. The media is running loose with half-ass fucking stories, and they're not even changing the shit after all of the mini fucking... Like, you see a Twitter account post a shit about, just for example, that, that ruling, and then people correct them. They ain't changing shit. They keeping that up. They keeping that up. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, and I saw... The tweet that I saw that pissed me off, it, it just said, you know, uh, uh, breaking... Uh, the CDC updates guidelines to quarantine for five days from 10, something like that was a tweet. And it was from an NBA reporter. I'm like, nigga, you need to shut up and dribble. Cause this is you way out your league, nigga. You just, no pun intended. You way out your league, nigga. Cause like you, now you tweet misinformation. This ain't, you ain't even an actual motherfucking, uh, <laughs> an actual fucking news reporter. Nigga, you an NBA reporter, dog. Like, Man, you better stick the motherfucking talking about LeBron James hairline or Kevin Durant's ashy ass ankles, nigga, because yo, your CDC reporting is heavily flawed. Bruh. <laughs> and 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 to, just to add to just how fucked up shit is with even sports and everything else, places aren't places are not sh- shutting down for this shit anymore. I just seen a tweet come across says Las Vegas isn't canceling or scaling back plans for New Year's gatherings amidst Admit concerns about Omicron variant, blah, blah, blah. Regional public safety and elected leaders say they expect more than 300,000 visitors in town for the events. You know what's crazy? You don't even hear about people talking about super spreader events because the whole country is a super spreader. Yeah, because nobody cares anymore. Like, and, and, and the thing too, like, I think part of the plan at this point is to just like let niggas get it and end up with your, uh, herd immunity that way like i think instead of like just letting it happen naturally or whatever i've I've, because that was looked at as such a bad because that was like people were tossing that out that idea out there before we had the vaccine like oh enough motherfuckers to get sick and then (laughs) everybody just be good like okay well yeah just let everybody die but now people looking like okay the omicron variant is apparently less severe than the delta one the delta one excuse me and I guess they're probably trying to fig- they figure like, well, fuck it. Like, and, and, and part of me feels that way too. Like, niggas want to get it so bad. So, like, let the vaccinated people do what they want to do. Let the unvaccinated people get sick like they want to do, apparently. And once they get it, they will then be immune. And maybe the shit will go away between niggas who got it and niggas who's vaccinated. <laughs> between that, between them two parties, that should cover the whole fucking country at that point. So maybe that's the plan, but either way, that is the plan of a stupid fucking country. So <laughs> that's a, you got a you got a stupid population 
if that's your plan to defeat COVID is to just let the unvaccinated people just <laughs> let them get sick. Cause like, Hey, we've been trying for, we've been trying for two years to help you motherfuckers not get sick. You apparently want to get sick so bad. So fine. Fuck it. Go get sick. You dumb fuck. Uh, that, yeah. I feel like that, that's the CDC's energy. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I think it is. And I think, you know, you have people like us who've been, you know, more than concerned about things. And so, you know, for at one on one hand, we're disappointed with how the CDC is handling things. But then I look at people who didn't give a fuck, and now they're questioning why the CDC is lessening fucking the restrictions. Like, motherfucker, you didn't care when they told you to wear masks every day. Now you care these motherfuckers are, li- are limiting shit. Like, like picking ch- you picking and choosing when you want to fucking care about this shit. Mm-hmm. Dumb fucks. Yeah, man. So, yeah, I- I'm... Like I said, I'm, I'm going back to full, like early pandemic behavior and i'm just gonna i'm just gonna sit i'm just gonna sit here and wait it out like i ain't had no problem staying at home during the lockdown i got no problem staying at home now and i will do i will do as little as possible to put myself in weird situations and when i do put myself in situations where um transmission of the virus is is more likely i'll mask up i'm fully vaxxed and boosted like hey fuck it Man, I want to be all right. I'm gonna be all right regardless. Even if I get it, I'm confident I'll be okay. So I want to get a uh, shirt. I want to get a shirt made with just United States on the picture, and I just want to put super spreader on that fucker. Like (laughs) (laughs) she's like, you dickheads, fucking dickheads, dude. Yeah, and I've definitely been a lot lax, and I should, you know. I think I. Me too. I think that I kind of lean toward, you know my vaccine and boosters and you know flu shots and shit i mean that's what it's for though i felt like we should have been able to but Mm -hmm. you know it just seems like you know i'm I'm hearing more and more about vaccinated people you know uh, a good friend of mine hit me up today telling me that uh you know she had uh she had got got covid you know she's fully vaxxed and and boosted and shit and so i was just like damn like it's hitting people who you know i know has been careful and you know what I'm saying? It just one slip up of going to something random and shit. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. it's just like, damn, dude. Like, you know, I I luckily have made it through all of COVID uh of, of our COVID lives without COVID. Um, and I'm trying to fucking keep it that way. <laughs> you know, so but I yeah, I've been slipping, dog. And I, you know, um, I definitely need to, you know, protect myself, protect my family, protect people around me, and especially for people that don't give a fuck, you know. Yeah, I saw somebody tweet yesterday, like, if you haven't got COVID so far, you you just built different. I'm like, yeah, nigga, I am built different. I'm built like somebody who's not a stupid motherfucker. And I, I do what's best to keep myself and other people safe. Like, <laughs> it's a damn shame that that qualifies as built different. Like, oh, man, you get vaccinated and you you do the right thing. Like, oh, man, you built different. Like, yeah, yeah. And that's a goddamn shame. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I feel I feel shitty for people like ourselves who, you know, who, who's been pro pro vaccine and pro, you know, boosting, saying safer and then get it like, goddamn, like I, 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 for the most part did most of the shit I was supposed to do and, you know, still fuck around with it. You know, it's just, it's just crazy, dog. Yep. So I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just wait. Like I want to unmute the people that I've muted so I can see when they get it. So I can be like, oh, okay. And then I'll mute them back again so I can make a note. Like, okay, yep. Here's another motherfucker who shit talk vaccines and now they got it. Congratulations, nigga. 
got what you asked for. How did uh? I remember we we didn't mention our names, but of course you know who he is the one dude that uh we knew it got COVID. That was in one of the uh groups, uh Facebook groups. I'm assuming he he, he made it through and everything. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did. Okay. Yeah, I mean he's still young, so I mean hey, yeah, he made it through. But yeah, I, I it took it took my whole power to not be to not be like that's what the fuck you get, dumb nigga. <laughs> it took all. It took yeah, because I remember power. you. I remember you showing some screenshots. Of I would him. say I had screenshots of that nigga being stupid as fuck, like at the start of the goddamn pandemic, talking about how it's not a big deal. It's just like the flu. Everything go like all that kind of shit. Then he got it and was like, man, these three days been terrible. <laughs> First three days, man, this shit, I, I be fucked up. Yeah, stupid motherfucker, it does. I man, I, I wanted so bad to just drop all the receipts in that nigga's mentions. Like, here you go. Here's you being dumb. Example number one. Here's you being dumb. Example number two. <laughs> like, like yeah. I want you to look at. I want you to look at what you said back in April 2020 while you sitting over here uh, feeling like you on on death doorstep. I want you to look at how stupid you were in the face of science, even when I specifically tried to help your dumb ass and tell you all everything that we had on the virus at that time. I even tried to help your dumb ass and you still fucked around and got it because you're stupid. Like, yeah, nigga, be dumb, dog. I don't have no man. I got no patience for dumb niggas. I've never had patience for dumb niggas no more. But like, I mean, I've never had patience for dumb niggas before. But now it's like a very it's almost like a. Uh, an aggressive uh, disdain for like for that kind of shit. Like, yeah, I'm just going to I'm just going to tell you, hey, you dumb motherfucker. That's what you get. I'm glad you got it. You should be glad, too, since you wanted it. Yeah, I saw a guy I went to high school with post that, you know, he had had COVID again. And I was looking through the comments and he was like, yeah, I think I'm going to try to get the shot now. Like, you think? Don't bother, nigga. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know. Does it take you being close to death to figure out that? You know, what? it's like I I I tend to have more respect for someone who just stands by that shit and just says, fuck it. They're never going to do it. than the person who decides, hey. Now, after I done had it twice, maybe I'll fucking get it. You know what I'm saying? You know, if you want to stick by that, you know, I have more respect for you. But now it's like, you, because that makes me think you've thought about it and you still didn't think that was the best thing to do and you still didn't do it. But now after twice having it, you like, like, uh, maybe I should get a shot. Like, yeah, you should have, nigga. You should have. Man, I, I don't know if it was you that sent it, but um, somewhere in a group thing, the group chat thing that I was in, somebody said, Somebody posted a tweet from some motherfucker that was asking about uh, immunity, and he said he said he had COVID nine times. Oh no, that wasn't me. I never heard Jesus nine Christ. times. How do you live? I, how do you still around, <laughs> dog? Nine times. What are you doing? <laughs> it's like like you get it, and as soon as you better, you get it again. Like nigga, what are you? You let COVID affected nigga spit in your mouth, nigga? Like <laughs> how many? How you get it nine times, dog? That, that's like wild. I feel like two should be the max because I feel like you get a certain level of immunity after you got it from the antibodies or whatever. So like how you get it nine times, dog? Like I feel like you got to be fucking licking doorknobs or some shit, dog. Like what are you doing? Like are you like going to like you know, <laughs> are you literally around people that have it and you just breathing in the air? Like how do you get it nine times? Nah, this nigga fucking making out with fucking people with COVID. Nigga going to the COVID ward at a hospital. Deep throat in the water fountain spout. <laughs> like, 
I, I yeah, nine, <laughs> nine times. times that that is insane, dude. I, I <laughs> no, that definitely wasn't my uh. <laughs> you get COVID bi-monthly like fuck it. what are you doing <laughs> yeah, that's <sighs> anyways <laughs> nine any, times though. any fucker that that is insane anyways uh you i know you had a couple more top couple of topics that we want to get do you um i don't know if you want to stick stick with this i'm good with this for now um i know we have some stuff in baylor that we want to hit as well um I, so- I didn't have anything other than uh other than that um, I only had that, and then I figured we would read Baylor's emails. All right, well let's uh let's go with Baylor if you're cool with that. Yeah. All right, cool. Or play Baylor's emails, yeah, I should say. Read. Yeah, play. <laughs> I can't hear it. Oh. Let me uh. Can you hear that? Um, yeah. All that other good shit. Oh, now I can or, hear it. Go ahead. L.A. style, Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy New Year. <laughs> oh, bloods. Um, yeah. Hey, so look, last Thanksgiving, I want to say it was either last Thanksgiving, it was last Thanksgiving or last Christmas. It was a holiday, and I was driving home, and and I may have said it on one of my shows, but this is when I had I had my Prius at the time. I didn't know they it had was a in Prius. sport mode. Me neither. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Mike, it was in sports mode, so you know, I'm about to get real jiggy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you know, I'm probably about roughly about 20 minutes away from the house, and I'm on the freeway. And this is before I had got my toll lane uh pass. Now I ride the toll lane because I'm a bougie nigga, I don't like being on the freeway with other cars and shit. So <laughs> I'm in the I'm, I'm in the uh, I'm in the left hand lane with the rest of the pedestrians, and the traffic is flowing. And when I say flowing, like that shit was just flowing. We were going about a solid anywhere between 60 and 80. You know what I mean? But there's a there's a few, you know, there's a few curves or whatever. And so, and we're going downhill just a little bit. And I'm right next to the toll lane. And the toll lane, you know, the toll lane is divided by the uh the plastic, I'm not sure what you want to call them, but they're like plastic markers or cursors or whatever they are mm-hmm. uh you like you can run over them but that's the the divider and you can tell because some of them are missing like teeth because some people mm-hmm. have snuck their ass in and out of them before the uh the camera and i just remember everything was flowing and for a split second for a split second i put my head down picked it back up a car slammed on its brakes because they wasn't paying attention and I had to slam on my brakes. This was the first time. Have you ever heard somebody says, uh, you know, they spun out of control? I never understood that. You know what I'm saying? I've seen that in videos and things like that, but I've never been uh, in a car where it spun out. And I actually spun out, right? Where To where I spun and tried to avoid it. And I did. And I turned, you know, I, I just reacted the fast as I could. And I spent in the toll lane. Now, remember, the toll lane is, is is usually never, you know, packed or anything like that because you gotta have money to drive in that lane. So it's not a lot of people. It's probably like 
70 to 75 percent of the traffic is in on a regular part of the freeway and then you got the rest of the 30 percent staggered throughout the toll lane and my ass spun out to where i spun into the toll lane facing oncoming traffic Ooh. And so I had to do a whole 180 turn back around and then I stayed in the toll lane. Nigga, when I tell you, when you brought up the whole shaking part, remember I told you I was 15 to 20 minutes away from the house. I stayed in that toll lane because I didn't want to drive with the rest of the cars. And I was shaking the whole time. I called my wife immediately. I called her immediately because it's like, nigga, I almost died. Because remember, I when we came down, like I said, the traffic was flowing. So the toll lane is never packed. I could have spun out, faced oncoming traffic, and got smacked right in my motherfucking mouth. And I almost hit the wall that divides the other side of the freeway. So, yeah, that was my first time uh, spinning out. So I, I understand what you're going through, Otis. Um, <laughs> all I can say is, look, I'm glad nothing happened or anything or you know anything traumatic happen or whatever and, and slow your slow your motherfucking ass down hey dog i was it ain't even your fault i'm just saying slow down <laughs> god damn man shit and i know this was a long message this motherfucker coming up on four minutes but almost five and currently i'm on my way home okay from bel-air all the way to where i laid my head at um y'all have a good one Y'all recording next week? Y'all y'all gonna have a New Year uh uh show or whatever? If so, I'll see you niggas in twenty twenty two. All right. So uh yeah, that shit was crazy. My um uh fuck, I don't I don't click the which not which word not knowing which one's fucking God damn it. Uh yeah, the accident was fucked. Yeah, almost accident, but yeah, I feel in shake stuff like um like that, I, <laughs> I, I was so amazed that I didn't hit a car. Like you know, then I, I you know, I talked about in the episode. Like, just like how in the fuck did I avoid all this shit? Like I say, I felt like, like I say, Jews and uh and Pope <laughs> Fiction and shit. So, <clears throat> yeah, but that's funny, man. I didn't know that nigga had a Prius. He don't look like a Prius nigga though. Like he doesn't. <laughs> I just you know uh, everybody in California is a Prius nigga. I feel like <laughs> I just I just didn't see that. You know what I'm saying? But uh, one uh uh one to uh happy belated to uh, cause I don't think I ever tweeted him, but happy belated, happy belated oh, birthday, yeah, sir. Um, yeah, I peeped that shit late as fuck. Yeah, same here. Yeah, so uh, appreciate you, brother, and all your emails. Um, do you want to go to go just right to this next one? Uh, no, r- real quick, like no, before ahead. we do, like I I, I find it. I don't want to even say interesting because it makes perfect sense, but it is interesting the fact that he's never experienced that before. I mean, it makes sense, but man, what a blessing that must be <laughs> to have never experienced that shit. <laughs> because I mean, here we experience it every winter. <laughs> man, like, spent out. Since... You just gotta hope that it would have happened. You <laughs> you wait around. Oh yeah, I'd have, I'd have definitely spent out uh, in the winter multiple. I mean, I think we all have shit. I don't, I'm I'm I, I feel like I'm definitely not an outlier. With spin outs in the winter and shit. So, you know what's weird to me about that is in in regular regular weather where there's no kind of danger or nothing like that. I drive faster than like ninety five percent of the traffic. Like I I I, I and I, I'm not out here just like darting in and out of lanes and like that. But like I drive fast. Period. 
when the weather is bad, I like there are people who drive like I slow down because I'm just like, OK, well, I don't want to spit out and die. So I slow down and there will be people driving way faster than me. And I'm like, I don't understand how people can confidently speed in snow. I, I just I don't get it. Like, I don't know. Nah. Like, like, you're not afraid to die. Like, I mean, like, I, I feel like it's it's a combination of just being foolish or people are like really confident in their vehicle. And I don't have that confidence in that big of a like that's this 3000 pound machine. is just not going to fucking stop when I want it to. Like, yeah, I just I don't know what vehicle I, like I, I've seen all different kinds of vehicles going fast. And I'm like, I don't I, and I've had all different sizes of vehicles and not once have I ever felt comfortable going fast in the snow. Nah, I mean, and I and I always see it. I used to see it with trucks. Like I see it with pickups a lot on the freeway. Like they be fucking gunning, dog. Yeah, um, I'd be like, ooh, like, I, and it's funny because I vis- vividly remember one of the times I was uh, either coming or going out to Terry's house, and I just remember being on ninety four, and this fucking truck flew past me, and I was doing seventy. That motherfucker came past me, like eighty, eighty five, or some crazy shit, and I'm like, wow. Like yeah, I, I just don't, I don't get yeah. it. So I've 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 slid in my damn F one fifty and I got fucking four wheel four wheel drive, like all that shit. It's fairly new car, good tires. I've slid I've slid on slid in that bitch. So I'm like I don't understand how you motherfuckers is out here going. These roads are not uh, these these roads are not uh, uh it, no car in Michigan is above sliding this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like you need exactly. to break you need to break accordingly, space accordingly. All that shit, black ice shit. You been fuck. <sighs> yeah, this damn wintry mix weather we've been having. We had like two days in a row. Man, Bro. that's the worst fucking. That's the worst shit to drive in. Uh, the absolute fucking worst. Yeah. So I, 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 as I'm sitting here thinking about you know, uh, Baylor's spin out, and I just you know, good weather or not bad weather, just. Just the fact of knowing if you was in a, a slightly different situation, you would have oncoming traffic coming at your ass. That's just that's just a scary ass fucking feeling. And it's funny how you say he called his wife immediately. Like, I don't think I talked to my wife to like later that day. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't even think the car because it's one of those things where if I call her, she's going to be worried about it. And 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 there's nothing she could do about it. And I'm like, I don't need you worried about shit that, you know, is over already. So I just told her later. Like, it was kind of like eating dinner. Like, hey, by the way. I almost got killed today. <laughs> that I, that's when he said that I had the exact same thought. And I think it's because for us, like that's common almost. Like it's not common to be like facing the opposite, you know, facing oncoming traffic, but like having a spin out or feeling like, oh man, this shit almost went really fucking wrong is common enough to where it's like you don't call to be like, yeah, uh, Something almost happened, but it didn't. <laughs> like, you know, like it. That's I would have done the exact same thing. I'd have been like, yeah, I'd have been like, yeah, I got in a crazy, uh, I had a crazy situation, man. That shit was scary. Like way after the fact. Like it. Like well, I'm here now. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. So I'm like, you know, things was good, and you know, no worries. But yeah. Um, you got anything else before I play this another? No, we can play the next one. All right. Make sure I get this mic placed up. What up, though, again? All right, I got a, I got a quick little second before I pull up to the house. It's actually Christmas morning yeah. okay. <clears throat> that I'm responding to y'all. Y'all brought up the whole Jay-Z thing. Yes, I am one of those cats that believes he can be uh, beat and or have some competition on stage. 
some of the names that y'all already said and Otis came up with a great point about like all Madden when you play on all Madden you can't make a mistake right but if you play Madden long enough and you play on all Madden all the time you know that when you like in a groove of things that shit just becomes easier so I agree with y'all, and I agree and disagree with Mike said about the, uh, his song called Song Cry, right? For this reason, and this is why I'm about to um, get into the artists that I think. So it's some of the artists that you guys said, definitely Snoop was at the top of the list. I did think of Cube. The only reason why I took Cube off, and maybe even Snoop off as well, is because whether we like it or not, and this is why I took Eminem off as well, even though y'all did a, a phenomenal job critiquing why Eminem shouldn't be on there, I still had him up there because he's going to go down as one of the greats or whatever. But it's also going to play into the whole bias thing. If you really paid attention to the verses, a lot of New Yorkers has been on there. And some of the most classic battles, if not most of them, uh, have been in New York. You know what I mean? And so DMX come to mind. Nas, I think Nas can win on Monday. Jake can win on Tuesday type of thing. Same thing with DMX. I do think Lil Wayne, Drake, and Ye can stand on stage. I think Ye could beat him because he could dig into his producer bag and he could strip away some of the tracks that Jay, that he produced for Jay. And then Jay says some of the songs, some of his biggest hits, he'll never perform again. So you also got to uh, add that to some of these Big hits that we that we talking about the big pimping and shit like that. He's not gonna perform those again. So if you're not gonna perform those, yes, he does have a track list where he can replace those. Getting into that, um, the the song cry. I agree that you shouldn't play that in a versus battle. At the same time, I think he's a big enough artist that could change the narrative of the versus battle to where. It doesn't matter if Lil Wayne come out with uh, Go DJ and he plays that one, even though that'd be off. You would think they would match the energy. But because he has a cult-like following, like he has a fan base. I'm a fan of Jay-Z, but not like that. You know what I mean? So, and you know, the, his strongest fan base is going to be from New York, Brooklyn. <laughs> you know what I mean? And whatever the niggas say, they figure it goes, right? Mm -hmm. So if he was to play a lot of his B-side tracks, not even his commercial hits, they will still say he will win, no matter what. They think he is God. They think he is whole in the flesh. <laughs> and I, I just that's just not the case with me. I think I think because Ice Cube is from the West Coast, they not going to it's not you would have to make it a mutual. You have to put that bitch up in like Houston or something like or even Detroit. Detroit seemed like they would call a fair one. You know what I mean? Same thing with Eminem because he's white, especially because he's white. That's crazy. We're doing reverse. <laughs> you know? Because he's white and he, because he's not from New York, Mike, they're not going to give it. They want, at the end of the day, those New York niggas is going to want a New Yorker to be at the top of the list. I think DMS to beat them. I do, th I, I do think that, but, you know, unfortunately, we will never see that. And Snoop Dogg has already performed against DMX, and that shit was phenomenal. It's at least top three for me. Um, but Snoop, yes, I think Snoop could beat him. I think Nas could beat him outright. I think Ye could beat him outright. But I think because of everything else that he's accumulated throughout his career, oh, not to mention Missy Elliott, I think you stand on stage with him and compete. I think Beyonce, his fucking wife can beat him. But, again, 
I, I think that, and I think she would be the only one because of the, you know, the movement nowadays. I think she's the only one that people would actually bow down to. I think the New Yorkers would bow down to Beyonce, or maybe even not though. But because it's her, women, you know, women empowerment, women movement, all that other shit. I think they'll give it to Beyonce. But nah, yeah, I was definitely one of those cats online, and I wouldn't get into any the the base or arguments about it. Um, but I was definitely one of those cats like, no, Lil Wayne can definitely stand on stage with him. Gay yeah, can definitely do it. Drake can get up there. I'm not a fan of Drake at all, but I'm not gonna be still. I think he I think he'll lose. Drake can get his ass whooped. Um, but I think all the all those other names, Q, DMX, Snoop Dogg, Nas, Yay. They could definitely, they could definitely take them to the fourth quarter, and it comes down to like a free throw, and then after that, it's just played a, you know, foul. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whoever's up with a couple of seconds, just make sure you foul. So, yeah, good talk though. I'm about to pull up to the house. Merry Christmas and all that other good shit. Yeah, I think um, I want. There's a couple of things he mentioned I want to talk about, and the first thing is Eminem because. <laughs> I think it's interesting that he feels like Eminem could stand up there with him, not because I feel like he wouldn't be an Eminem fan or or anything like that. Just because I've noticed that it's become trendy to shit on Eminem more than it used to be. Right, like, happens. I see it so much on Twitter. God, I see it so much. On yeah, Twitter. it's like so when he first came out, he got he got hated on, but it was only because he was white. But then there was a time period where he was highly respected and everybody acknowledged like, yo, this is one of the greatest of all time, dog. This nigga's bars are incredible. Like, don't don't sleep on Eminem. He cold. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a time where he was highly respected. Now, even though he's put out some good albums, for some reason, people are now back on the hating Eminem again thing. And I don't know why that is. That's why I'm surprised he said that, because. Not, not that I think Baylor would be part of like you know the crowd or anything. Oh like yeah, that. Baylor. Baylor but it's like I've seen though. it so much though. Like no, no, yeah, I get that. I get that. I, like, I, I saw a thing that was like uh 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 two of these rappers got to go thing, and it had nine rappers in it, and almost every person chose Eminem and someone else, and I, that was interesting. And then I've also seen a whole lot of Eminem slander on Twitter lately. Like I saw a tweet that said something like. Uh, what did it say? Um, do y'all really think Eminem uh, watched Jay-Z and Nas on their own song? And all the replies was like, of course not. Hell no. Absolutely not. And they were like, hey, would y'all, y'all ever quote any lines from Renegade? Like, what are you talking about? Oh, like, this crazy. I'm like, what is this revisionist history shit again? Like, like, it was uh, it was it, it was mutual everybody almost everybody other than like the hardest hardcore most hardcore Jay-Z stands, everybody other than that handful of people admitted that Eminem had the best verse on Renegade. That Eminem was better on Renegade than Jay was. Dude, with, with, like, with, if you got ears, Eminem was better on Renegade than Jay-Z was. And now all of a sudden, this whole fucking Twitter thread, these people are like, no, of course not. No, of course not. Like if niggas didn't believe that M watched Jay, although that was evident when the font the song first came out, they totally they totally revisited after M. I mean Nas said it and agreed with that shit. Like it was it was total wash, total uh, I, washing. I, it was so it was so 
it was such a lopsided, and it's not like Jay was trash, nothing like that. No. But it was like, that that was like M had two verses on there, I think, and one of them was like one of his better, one of his all time best verses, and it was funny to me in college at the time when that song came out, hearing the handful of people struggling to rationalize how Jay Z's verse was better. Like it, it, it almost it sounded like they were forcing it, like trying to make lines sound deeper than they were or something like that. Well, you got to look at it like this, like like they try to like go like like go extra deep into these basic ass lyrics because <laughs> it's not a deep song. Like go extra. It's deep not a deep song. And, and Jay-Z was not at his best at Renegade. No, duh. and I'm just like, that's was weird to me. And that's why I said I'm surprised that he said that because like I, I don't know it just seems like all of a sudden people are just now like like Eminem is whack all of a sudden again. And it's the same thing that I've been saying about Kanye West how niggas don't like him anymore so now they retroactively try to make him whack like like he's a garbage artist and I'm like I don't know it, it's again part of just reason number eight billion why this country dumb as fuck because the same motherfuckers who was saying saying a nigga was dope in 2003 are now saying that this nigga is, has forever been whack. Like you didn't hate that nigga when graduation came out. Why you hate him now? Like you can hate him as a person, but how you be like, oh Kanye West, oh trash. Like what? What? <laughs> like, like nah. I still can't get over that, dog. Because I, I feel like niggas have just forgotten that this nigga came out the gate with like five straight <laughs> classic albums and shit. Like yeah, yeah, and, I- and produced and produced a bunch of the they favorite Jay Z songs. Like, I, I, I don't know. It, it's mind boggling me, duh. But yeah, that's why I was surprised he said that. The other thing. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Did you want to talk about Eminem? Oh, no, no, no. You go. Go ahead. Um, what was the other thing? The other thing he said. Um, fuck, I forgot the other thing already. Well, why are you thinking? Um, I will say I did revisit my stance once I saw one. Of, so, so someone did. And I, and I was I, I remember reading this like people are doing the absolute most. Someone did a track list of 20 songs by Jay, 20 songs by Nas, and who win, lose, tie. And I started going through the track list, and I was like, I think, and and this goes against what I said before, I think Nas could definitely be on the, well, I never said that he couldn't be on the stage. I thought he would definitely be on the stage. But after I looked at the list of the songs and started going through songs in my head, I think it'd be a little closer than I thought it would be. Um, But that was the only one I really kind of recanted other than that i still stand by the rest of my you know thoughts about it yeah i I remember the other thing i was going to say now is is he talked about kind of like almost like a home field advantage like he's like you know saying that's a a great point that's a great yeah he was saying that jay-z you know like new york niggas are just gonna have him win regardless and i agree with that which is why i think we need to have actual voting like it can't just be like word of mouth and like niggas are like that's fun to kind of like just argue about, not argue, but like talk about it online. Like that's fun. But I feel like if we were actually wanted to have a winner, like, and especially if it's Jay-Z, like, I feel like we, we should try to actually have a winner. We should have actual voting because then it's like, okay, well, New York's not going to have a loud enough voice. Like it's, it's going to be too many motherfuckers from all other places who are going to look at it from an unbiased perspective and will vote for whoever truly won. So, like, I, I feel like we should have voting just like how we do the NBA All-Star voting now. Like, you could just put a name and a, and a hashtag, and then they just count the hashtags. Like, you know, put Jay-Z hashtag versus or something like that, or versus Jay-Z or whatever, and put whoever you thought won, and they could tabulate it almost instantly and actually declare a winner. 
And then maybe you could even like with those level of stats, maybe if you if people have on like their location or something like that, maybe you could even show like, OK, you know, uh, 90% of New York said that Jay-Z won and 90% of Chicago said that Kanye West won. Right? OK, well, there's your bias. And then you look at all the other places like, OK, uh, Houston said that Kanye won or L.A. said that Lil Wayne won or, you know, whatever. Like, I feel like that would be interesting, too to kind of see votes by region because mm-hmm. I'm sure that bias will come out. Ain't no New York nigga going to say Kanye West watched that nigga in a battle. <laughs> like, like it, you know what? It would be even more interesting and they couldn't do this, but it would be more interesting if the hometowns for each artist couldn't vote. So only people from outside of their hometowns could vote. Like there's no way you could do that, but if you could, that would be, that'd be perfect right there. No, nah, no, nah, you're right. Yeah, it would. Yeah. And I mean, and then, you know, as much as you know, we would love like some uh, like actual tally of like wins and shit like that in voting. You know, a lot of it is 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 feeling of what we felt when we heard them songs and hearing those songs live and shit. You know, so it's like hearing uh, I don't know uh, random Jay Z song. Uh, fuck any any song you kind of remember when you heard that song. That the thrill of just seeing it being live. You know, seeing a Nas song, you know, seeing Nas perform, um, it ain't hard to tell. Like, I, as much as I have a Nas bias, <laughs> I, I, I would still be like, "Woo, that's you know, that's crazy." You know, what I'm saying just to see them, see these guys perform that shit. And I think that's the thrill of it too. It's just to be able to see your favorite, some of these, some of these people being our favorite artists performing songs we may not necessarily seen them perform and shit. You know, I, just, I mean, and and all, I think it's still a fun time to watch. Like, you know, me, you, and Johnny have chatted on a couple of verses, you know what I'm saying? And it's, you know, had great fucking time. Just even, you know, with the, some of the, like, I was never really a huge 3-6 uh, fan. But man, them songs brought back, like, club memories and all kind of crazy shit. Yeah, you know? yeah. So, but, yeah. Um, I haven't seen all of them, but I wouldn't even say I've seen a lot of them. I've probably seen, I don't know, a handful. But the handful I've seen, I, I like all of them a lot. Like the DMX one, the um, uh, the locks and dipset one. Oh, that reminds me. That's another example of when Bailey was talking about personal biases coming into a, coming into account, because that was one of the ones that we did. We were chatting with Johnny during the event, and I came into it unbiased. Like I I, I didn't really I, I felt like the locks were probably gonna win, but I was just like, eh, no, whatever. I'm just gonna come here to watch it. And I'm watching it, and I mean, we all know we all know what Jada Kiss was up to that night. Like, I'm watching, I'm like, yo, the locks is destroying these niggas right now. And Johnny was giving like every round of dipset because he dog. just he just loves dipset. His bias was just so fucking telling, dog. It really was. Cause we both sitting here like, what are you talking about? I, I'm like, dog? are you watching the same fucking show, dog? Yeah, it was just like he just wanted he heard his songs he liked. It was like, yeah, Dipset got this round. Like, okay, I don't know what you watching, nigga. Yeah, so, but yeah, man, they, they all been fun. I mean, I've I've been watched all of them. I've definitely watched a pretty good amount, um, and I've I've loved most of them. Even the ones that hit, even the technical difficulty ones. I think it was was it uh Babyface and Teddy Riley. I think was having technical difficulties and shit like that. That one was cool because uh, it was it was cool learning 
about certain songs that like like Teddy Riley wrote tons of shit that I just wasn't aware of and shit. So it was just cool learning about shit like that. And, and then Babyface songs he done and wrote as well. So you know it's always they always been pretty cool. I didn't it's a few of them I didn't watch and I can't remember offhand, but uh I enjoyed most of the ones I, I have sitting around for like I didn't watch Shaka Khan and where the fuck uh who the fuck she go against? I don't know. <laughs> Uh, Stephanie Mills or some shit. Like, I didn't want to watch some old-ass women. Fucking... No, nah, that was for the aunties. Yeah, I didn't want to. I did watch some... No, well, I will say, I did watch some of uh, Patty LaBelle and I forget who the fuck she went against. I don't um, even remember that. was that another, happened. like, that was like an auntie fest and shit. You know, yeah, I watched a little not... bit of it. Um, but, yeah. So Yeah, I'm not see. about that life. I, I didn't watch to see, anyone else. I care to see where... where uh, uh, where that shit go next year although i just i don't know man these fucking uh the events that they're making them out of i just you know i just started thinking of covid and shit i'm just like y'all packing out mini stadiums like that shit gotta be like super spreader ass shit like <laughs> it's crazy Kyle. we don't even talk about super spreader events our whole country just spreading everything but they don't even you know you i remember early on in the pandemic you would hear about events and they're like yeah we're curious to see what those numbers gonna be um after that event, but not even talk about shit like that. Yeah, I I, I think the 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 ones that I saw that I liked were the, the last one, the, the three six uh bone one was probably might have been my favorite one, just because the three six stuff was so hype for me, and like I said, that brought me back to high school and shit like that. And then I that that had the whole the whole busy bone shit and that fight mm-hmm. going on, like that one, the um. DMX one and the uh, um, surprisingly the Ja Rule Fat Joe one was fun, and I yeah. think there's another one I, I, I might have seen parts of that I enjoyed. But oh, and Locks and Locks and uh, Dipset, Locks and Dipset probably was my that's favorite. my number one. Actually. That was probably my number one. Yeah, um, I really enjoyed the early one with the uh, RZA and Primo. Um, I felt like it was like an uncle fest. It was just like you got Primo who doesn't really fuck with tech or some shit. It seemed like he was just, you know, just the uncle that's just out of touch with stuff, but you know, still knows all the music and shit. Um, and then just learning about all the songs that Rizet did, you know, definitely, you know, was under a bus or never really read liner notes or paid attention to a lot of the shit that he produced and shit. So that was that was pretty cool as well. So but yeah, man, we're curious to see who they since Jay probably's not going to do one, who who they figure out in, you know, next year. I feel like there's a part of me that feel like it might happen. Because I'm like, why are you even talking about it? Like, if you don't have no interest in doing it, why are you even talking about it? Like, I, and I, then he talks about it. And then, like, now the whole Internet is is arguing about who could possibly go up against him. And I don't know, man. I feel like there's I mean, a possibility. Well, I think he got called for it enough. He did, he but the thing is. It. He ain't bringing that shit up. They just asked him that shit, you know. So, but I think anything, anytime Jay tweets, it's like articles about that shit. That nigga makes one random tweet every one year and shit. And they like <laughs> SC Carter, SC whatever his fucking Twitter name is. Right, like, y'all making articles about one fucking tweet. Like it's like it's impossible for a a, a, a triple quadruple time millionaire to fucking pick up a device and type some words and hit enter and shit. Like, come on now. Yeah, I. I... <clears throat> I, I don't know. I just feel like I don't know. There's part of me feel like the streets might call for it enough that he might agree to it if he's badgered enough. But I, I don't know. I would like to see it. I would like to see it. 
I, no, I don't want to say no matter who it is, but I feel like it would be one of the names that it would have to be one of the names we mentioned. Like, I feel like it would have to be Nas. It'd have to be Kanye. It would have to be, I, I don't think it would be Snoop or DMX. Well, obviously not DMX, but like, I don't feel like Snoop, since they already did it, I don't think either one of them would do it, even if DMX was still alive. Um, I could see, mm, well, no, I, I don't think what Baylor mentioned, like Beyonce, I, I don't think that works. Like the the genre difference is just too much. Like it'd be hard for me to rate a Jay-Z song versus a Beyonce song. Like it's just so different. But yeah, um, would, I don't think it would happen. Yeah, I, I could see it would have to be Kanye. It'd have to be Jay. I mean, Nas, it'd have to be Lil Wayne. I think Drake. I think Drake is still a good option. I, and I agree with Baylor and that I think Drake loses, but I think Drake could be competitive. Um, I, I don't really like him that much neither. But, you know, I, I, I think there I think there's some names that have to be one of them, probably one of them four, maybe another one I'm forgetting. Uh, and yeah, I think it could happen. I think yeah. got, the streets just got to ask for it enough. Right. And I, I mean, I think, you know, going back to Drake, I think Drake loses. But I think that's who 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 would be mad about losing to Jay-Z, though? Like nobody, no one gets mad about. I mean, now you get all all your streaming goes up. Your popularity goes up still. No one cares about losing the, the, to Jay. Like, you know, they're just happy to be in the same conversation to be to do that shit. Unless unless everybody is just like. Did so and so even win around? <laughs> then you feel bad about yeah. losing to Jay. <laughs> now, if you now, now if you get a Boston rant on you, you know what I'm saying. Right. Then it's like, my well, god damn, like you got to at least win one round and shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um. Any uh any New Year's plans for you? As uh, talk, no. As we talk about the resurgence of not resurgence, the crazy <laughs> not resurgence. I don't want to use that word. Please don't. Don't let me uh, say that. Uh, as the as the numbers is crazy and you know COVID is out of out of this world. Like, what y'all got going? Y'all going to a party? Like, <laughs> uh, no, no, uh, no. We're gonna take uh, uh we're gonna take our daughters to uh, this kind of like a, a New Year's thing that happens at noon instead of midnight for kids, so they can have a little thing or whatever. You know, take them to that, and then you know when they go to bed, we'll have our own New Year's, or we you know have champagne, some drinks, or whatever, and watch the. Uh, whatever channel we choose to watch, whichever one has the most interesting event plan for that night. Probably watch that and yeah, stay home. It's probably just us. Yeah. I think I might try to grab me a, a good bottle of that good old, uh, uh, Sherlin shout out <laughs> to, to Isaiah Thomas. I find me a bottle of that and probably drink it by myself since my wife don't really drink as much anymore. So probably order some good food and, you know, that's about it. I mean, I, yeah, that too. Order some good food. Yeah, I uh, I just I don't know. I, I mean, not I don't know. I definitely didn't see myself being out and about anyway. Um, I've kind of got I kind of grew out of that shit anyway. Never really uh had a, a desire probably in the last ten years of just being out with people and shit for New Year's Eve. Um, damn, I did a lot of New Year's New Year's Eve party when I was younger. Fuck, I'm just thinking about all the fucking parties I used to go to. I just Man, don't have so many. I just, I just don't have it. Like I was talking to somebody the other uh, Tuesday, and I was like, "I don't." It's hard to get me out the house past eight o'clock. <laughs> like I don't even like. I'm kind of settled. Like if I got shit to do after work, I'm probably do it on my. I'm gonna go there first before I go home. Like right. I just I don't see myself getting out the house like late anymore. Like shit, waking up is a bitch, boy. Fuck, fuck that. Yeah, I. I, I... 
I'm kind of the same way in that I haven't I haven't been like to a party party in a long time. Like I've been to like relatives houses. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I, I think there was a New Year's where um me uh my family and uh my wife's father and uh his you know his wife and uh, you know a couple other people we were at like a hotel somewhere uh on new year's like we had that um there's a time we went to like her cousin's house and again it was just like it was me my wife him his him his wife and our kids and i think his brother came through or something like that and, and and that was it. Like, so it's been kind of like just, OK, we might go to a family member's house or something like that. But we haven't been to like a party party. Like, no, nah, we, we ain't done. I think maybe like I feel like maybe there was a new year where I was at uh like maybe like Johnny and Trevor's house or something, maybe. Shit. Way, way back. Yeah. But like even then and, and even then, that's still just like I was at somebody's house like and it, and it was a party, but it wasn't like like a uh like going to the club or nothing like that <laughs> so and even that was a bit much and that was a long time ago so like i haven't yeah i haven't been out out for new year's in a long ass time shit i remember going to fucking i remember doing new year's a few times at centaur that was like yeah, peak, that, peak, yeah i remember that yeah. being out and shit you know what yeah, I'm saying? yeah. dressed kind of dressed up and everything like i couldn't see myself doing that shit now like i have no I don't interest like, in doing that i don't even, i mean and you you like people even less than me i don't even like people like that to want to be around a bunch of fucking strangers for some shit like that like nah yeah no i, I have no interest in that i think uh there was a, a one year two where i can't remember where we were at but there was one year where it was just me and my wife and we were at like a hotel because mm-hmm. I remember. Uh, but it was just me and her because we, we got some good food. And I remember I was watching um, the the PFL, which is an MMA league that's on ESPN. And this was like their first year. And they did all that. They did like it was a championship fight night because they do like a tournament kind of. And the champions in each weight class win a million dollars. And they did all the championship fights on New Year's Eve. So it was like an eight fight card or something like that. And it was all championship fights. And every person who won went a million dollars. And I was like, well, let me check this shit out. And I remember kind of like watching that because she was like sleep or whatever. And uh, I think that was. Yeah, I think. It, yeah, because it ran after midnight because I remember I turned because I didn't watch the whole thing. It was like after midnight, after all the shit, it kind of calmed down. I was for whatever reason, I was still up and I, I watched uh, I watched some of that. So that but that was another time. Super fucking low key. So and I, I like it that way. Like, I, I don't I don't I mean, like you, we, we already did this shit going to fucking massive house parties or going to a bar. I went to the club on New Year's before. Like, mm-hmm. I, I already did oh, yeah. that shit. I don't I need to, it, I'm, yeah. I'm aged out of that shit. I would get I get I get cooked if I was up in the goddamn club on New Year's Eve. With my old ass. Like, who's this old ass nigga? In here? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just yeah, I don't see myself do not see myself doing that shit ever again. Um and my I, wife is, is, is I'd a probably be looking like, man, they, these 22 year olds look look like they 13. Like, man, do, do they always look this young? Right, <laughs> did I look exactly. Thir- did I look and, 13 when I was 22? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and I know I'm more of the socialite than my wife is. And so um, she definitely doesn't want to do the shit. So it, if we did it because I wanted to do it and I really don't anyway. So, yeah. <laughs> Nope, not happening. So yeah, be chilling, man. Like I say, grab and try to find me some some. And 
so you know going back to uh isaiah's wine i didn't realize that he actually had some like it was actually mild like moderately priced well moderately expensive like i think the bottle i bought for our anniversary was like 60 70 bucks or something and then i looked he had some like 100 or 200 dollar bottle so i guess he is up in that uh luxury line of champagnes and shit yeah yeah i said i'm not gonna drink my bottle uh but i'm not opposed to buying another one like i might buy something nice to have that night but i'm not gonna drink i'm not gonna drink that yeah, I'm, I'm like going to save that for a special, special, special occasion, not for regular ass New Year. Because like I told you, my bottle is autographed. I'm not opening that until it's, unless it's a real special fucking occasion. Right, right, right. Oh, I know what I want to talk about before we get off. Um, and I know you. Uh, yeah, exactly. Good, good one. <laughs> that was nice. That was fucking nice. Um, I know you covered. I believe you. Did you? Did you? Have you covered this uh, for Insecure's finale yet? Yes, I put the video okay. out yesterday. Okay, cool, cool. Um, I usually don't check out and shit to after the fact. Uh, but I mean, I know you've covered a lot, so I mean, you could be regurgitating shit. But just quick, what did what did you think of the finale? Um, quick, I thought that before I talk about the finale, I thought the season as a whole was underwhelming. I thought they made a lot of pretty bad decisions in how they structured the season. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. But I, agree. I thought that given given what they set themselves up for for the finale they they nailed the finale mm-hmm. like, i thought the finale was as good as it could have been given the nine episodes that preceded it mm-hmm. i thought it was really smart to do the time jumps that they did throughout the episode because it made it so it kind of canceled out the fact that i felt like they were a little messy with the structure of the season because my big complaint was that episode nine where at the end of it, they had that little beef, the little dust up between Nathan, Nathan and Lawrence over Issa. Mm-hmm. I felt like that should have happened in like episode three. And then they could have spent most of this season kind of uh, exploring the ramifications of that, like how Issa and Nathan's relationship comes, you know, proceeds after that situation. Yeah. How does Lawrence and Issa proceed? How, how do Lawrence and Nathan proceed? Like, like I feel like there's a lot of things they could have done if they had had that in like episode three, but since they decided to have it at the end of episode nine, the fact that they had all them time jumps made it so that where everybody ended up felt feasible. Like if they had just, if they hadn't had the time jumps and they just had Issa end up with Lawrence at the end, it would have felt wrong. But the fact that they showed it where like, okay, time passes. Oh, Issa single more time passes. Oh, Issa dating, dating this one nigga Nazir or whatever. That, that nigga was weird looking by the way. Uh, Issa dating this he one. He kind of looked like the one dude she dated a couple of seasons ago, the dark skinned dude. It was like a version of him. But just yeah, he's weirder. like a weird, like Indian kind of version yeah, of Dan- Daniel. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, uh, uh, oh, so, oh, wait, the, no, no, go I, ahead. My bad. My bad. And they also, they all, it was also uh, more realistic because that's how real life is. Like when you have a crew of friends like that, because like this is my actual personal real life experience. With my core group of friends, you see things change like that over time. Like they might date somebody, then they don't date that person no more. They might get married. They might get divorced. They might get one job and they, you think it's great that they get another job. It's even better. Or like like you see people people's uh, experiences change over time. So you see, like I said, Issa was dating somebody that she wasn't, that she wasn't again. Excuse me. Then she's, you know, decides she want to explore something with Lawrence. But then Lawrence is dating somebody. 
And then like, like, and that's just kind of how real life is. And I felt like that was smart of them to like give them what ultimately was a couple of years of time over that 40 or so minutes to, for them to have whole ass life experiences and for them to actually end up in places that made sense for their characters. So I thought, I felt like even though the rest of the season left a lot to be desired, I felt like given all that, they did the best that they could have done with the finale. So obviously I've never made a fucking TV show. I know there's a lot that goes <laughs> into this shit. Um, but man, I do. It was like a seven. It had to be like a five, six year fucking get uh, lapse, like time lapse in this fucking last episode. And I just wish that amount of detail was spread out over the season. And I think we could have had a lot, a better quality season than we did. Um, yes. Because yeah. I mean, bro, at the end of the season, fucking Lawrence son was like six or seven or some <laughs> shit. Like I think it was big as fuck. Like, yeah. almost to the point where I thought it was another little nigga kid. Like, where the fuck is this nigga? Why is he so fucking big? Like, that shit was just, I was just like, I was telling my wife, like, damn, they done time lapse like fucking crazy. Like, at the end of the season, I mean, the end of the, ep- I mean, the end of the season, obviously, the end of the episode, you got, uh, uh, what's her girl to move to Denver? I don't know why I can't think of her fucking Tiffany. name. Tiffany pregnant again. Um, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was just like, wow, like, they really, they time lapse a lot of. Sh- I mean, you can be pregnant one season, but you know, you, we notice. You know that that episode flashed at least five seasons. Could that? I mean, if you want to base on that kid, you think he's like six or seven or some shit. You know, five maybe. You know what I'm saying? But he was articulate as hell. Like he, he, he was a smart four year old, or he was a decent six year old, seven year old. You know? What yeah. I'm saying? Either way, a, a couple of years pass at least. Yeah, I, so- I would say probably more than. Probably, I, I would guess maybe three or four. I was, I stopped keeping track at some point because I was trying to keep track. Well, it was hard. I didn't to tell. realize that we that didn't was know how, how old the kid. We didn't know how old the kid was, but I mean, he was. Well, I was I mean, obviously track he was because of the birthdays, because they said that they were gonna meet up with each other oh, for everybody's birthday. So I, every time they, every time it, every time they jumped, it was somebody else's birthday. Yeah. So yeah. then I looked at it as like, okay, so I, I was rationalizing it to where it was like, okay, X amount of months have passed because last shot last scene it was tiffany's birthday now it's uh kelly's or whatever and uh, uh, of course that's that's working on the assumption that their birthdays are spread out but uh, yeah they they hit multiple birthdays for each character so like that's how i was like okay it's been like there was one point where i'm like okay it's been like two years now because we've seen two birthdays for each person you know something like that but then by like the scene that you talking about at the end like you said, that boy looked like he was probably about five, six years old. And for the whole season, he'd been basically a newborn. Yeah. So I'm yeah, giving it at ultimately, least five, I would say it's probably been about years. five years. Yeah. yeah. Five, six years, five. Yeah. I'm going, I was going, I even said seven jokingly, but I was like, shit, you know, it's close. I don't but think yeah. he's that old, but yeah, I would say yeah. at least five. I mean, five. We go with five second argument. So I said, I was yeah. like, God damn. And then I tweeted that, like, damn, the time lapse was crazy. And somebody else tweeted me, like, yeah, that's nuts. But uh, I just wish the time lapse was over the season. I think, like, to your point, you could have seen a little more of uh, the breakup between, you know, her um, trying to figure out shit with Lawrence and then with her other dude. Um, fuck, I can't think. I, I just, I can't. Having a brain fart to everybody, Nathan, and so just to see their, you know, uh, the breakup, true breakup. Obviously, they broke up. You know, wasn't wasn't seeing each other. Um, so yeah, but I do think you know, and I, and we we can kind of cover it briefly too. Like the the post episode about all of the production and shit. You know, they talked about 
rekindling the true love, which was really how it started with uh, Issa and Molly's relationship, which kind of circled and, you know, uh, to like them being good again, you know what I'm saying? Like they were in like the early episodes. So that fucking doc, okay, docu episode or whatever you want to call it was pretty fucking amazing um, to just to know how many people that they, they put on, how many people grew and flourished from having those experiences of being writers and all that shit to even the fucking driver who just needed union time and shit like Man, that. Like, that shit was incredible, dog. Like her being able to employ so many black people and purposely employ black people. You know, obviously her all her staff wasn't black, but to have a purpose of uplifting that city uh you know employing people that looked like her and that shit was amazing uh and i i don't think i really thought about it that deep until i watched that episode that you know that that extra episode of of how she did it and like she she really came up from her fucking youtube series to really being in a great position and power to really you know, use that to, you know, employ so many people she did and give so many people chances and shit. And that shit was pretty fucking dope. Dog. Yeah, I, I liked that. Uh, that was my favorite aspect of it was that little documentary that was on there, because like I, I, I assumed that a lot of people were given opportunities because I didn't know a lot of these actors and actresses on the show. Mm-hmm. I figured like a lot of the music that I was hearing was artists I didn't recognize. Mm-hmm. I'm like, she's probably giving people opportunities, but like watching that documentary, the part that blew me away the most was how they were talking about how they just hired writers who were just like, kind of like out of nowhere. And then them, like they said, like seven of their writers ended up showrunners for other shows. Like that's, that's crazy to me that you could like, give somebody a chance like that. Like they didn't bring in like established fucking writers and shit. Like they gave, they, you know, gave people a chance. And then those people took that chance and became great out of it. And that, that one, the, that one guy you talk about the, the driver or whatever, like all yeah. that kind of shit, like, like that kind of shit was cool. And then I like the fact that they gave so many people chances from like the cinematographers to the, to the directors, to the people who do the music, to the, all that kind of shit was people that they gave opportunities to. And a lot of those things are the best aspects of the show. Cause like you can't front on the music. You can't front on the fashion. You can't front on the cinematography. All that shit was incredible. And to think that they, this, this was just them uplifting like local creatives and giving them a chance. And those people made great stuff out of it. Like you can't front on that shit. Like even if you hated this whole fucking season, every all 10 episodes, you cannot front on her giving uh, LA fashion designers a shot. And looking at the kind of clothing that they had these the, the women in on, on this series. And they talked about that one episode where they were all having a little girls night in or whatever. And they said every main actress in that episode, every outfit was from a local black female designer. Like, who, who's doing that? Nobody's doing that shit, dog. Like, nah. the, the so my respect for her is like, it. yeah, my respect for her is like, it could not be any higher because I already respected her from just from a creative perspective. Like, like she's creative. She's smart. She's a great writer. Like all this kind of stuff, like all the stuff that she does. I'm like, just her as a, as a creative alone, she had my utmost respect. Then to find out that like she, she used her opportunity to, to give other people the opportunity and to build them up. And then they went on to do great things as well. Like, Man, we need we need five billion Issa Rays, man. Like we need so we need way more people like her. 
uh, yeah, than yeah, we have. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure, man. I like I said, I, I mean, my respect level. I mean, and and not that it was low on her, but it definitely grew tremendously, and it has nothing to do with how I felt about the 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 this last season either, because I thought it was, I for the most part, it was pretty mid. But you know, that I t- to your point, I think the last episode they caught up with a lot of shit and they made up for a lot of stuff with that last episode but yeah man that that docu episode of just how everything yeah i i, I was i was totally you know i watched him sitting here i'm like i'm like i'm like nigga are you crying this is my wife next to me when we was <laughs> watching this shit but it was it was really heartfelt man you them people you know you sit and seeing lawrence sit there you know uh talk about um just the 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 friendships that they built you know, in the six years, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, and that was just... lives was changed. Yeah, they like, like, those people came up. Yeah. Like, those people were, for the most part, nobodies, you know what I'm saying? And to, and then, you know, just when they were even just talking about stuff just being popular now that it wasn't, like, the Dooms apartment building. Like, she said she rolled past motherfuckers be taking pictures like it's the Hollywood Walk of Fame and shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, if I went there, I would definitely be in that bitch taking a picture in front of Hell that motherfucker. yeah, me too. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, she shit like that. And then she was talking about the one one situation where shit, as a matter of fact, I might do that when I go out there. Right. Oh, you got you you got to, dog. You you got to. You know, I gotta roll up to the dunes, right? When she was talking about the one little Mexican food spot, I don't know if it's Mexican, but the food spot that you know the chick was talking about the food wasn't good and people was flaming her ass and shit. And they Mm -hmm. were talking about just the 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 she was saying, you know, the good and bad is that you get Sometimes you get like a, a surge of popularity to certain shit and people may not be able to know how to how to take that popularity when she's talking about, the you know, that the food spot that now is packed and shit and people just, you know, there because of the show. Right. You know, shit like that. So, yeah, man, I think she ended it well, man. And just just her her time in TV, man, has been great. You know, I, I, I did you see the movie she did? Um, oh, fuck. What was the name of it? But she did a movie uh, within the last like two years uh, that she was in, and I was just like, "Oh, I saw she- the movie she did with uh, what was it? The, uh, the photograph? Yeah, yeah, yeah." And I thought I that was saw that. Cool. Just, just yeah. her, 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 her evolving and shit, man. She's definitely uh, um, kudos to her. Oh, and I, I wish I would have screenshot it, but I cannot remember what the fuck tweet it was. But I found somebody retweeted an old tweet of mine. I have no idea what the fuck it was. I can't think of it. But she fucking favored a tweet of mine some years ago. It was like oh, wow. 2014, dog. <laughs> and I don't know what the fuck it was, though. I can't even remember what it was. But I thought, and it was only one fucking favorite, and it was her. And I was like, God damn, I should have I should have fucking screenshotted that shit. Like, <laughs> and like, what 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 made you what made you save this shit? But yeah, but yeah, I was I was totally uh totally impressed with that that episode uh about just talking about everything and she she did some shit man i'm here to see what she does in her future man but she, she came up and she brought a lot of people up man not nothing respect for Issa for that man yeah but that's all i got bro yeah no i'm good uh, all right well i guess the next show you see will be next year so y'all niggas be safe actually just go don't go nowhere stay the fuck home uh have your drinks at the crib uh COVID out here killing niggas. And um, see y'all next year. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Peace. Peace. You can find a What Up Do podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, all of them. Do you listen on iTunes? If you haven't already, drop us a review. If you got questions, you can send them to Podcast at gmail. 
That's W-U-D-U-P-D-O-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Facebook or you can find us on Twitter at What Up Podcast. Peace.